The following podcast is a joint production between independent, aspiring media and lousy weather media. Just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. Hello, everybody. Welcome on into the Wingcast. I know it's been a couple of weeks. I apologize. Got caught up in the wonderfulness that is Thanksgiving and the holiday there. Uh, I, of course, am your host on this show each and every week, except apparently when I fill myself up on turkey and other things. Uh, author of the book Memoirs of a Wingman and stand-up comedian Steve Guy. Uh, the show I've got going for you guys today, believe it or not, people finally wrote in some emails. So uh, if you ever need advice or you've got a question or you've got a fun wingman or wingwoman story, definitely email like some of these folks did. The wingcast at gmail.com. Uh, coming up this week, it's uh, recording this as I sit down. It's Thursday. Uh, I'm in the midst of the Cleveland Comedy Festival, so plenty of shows to come out and see there. Uh, if you're not doing anything, and it is Thursday, 7.30 and 9.30, there are two shows at the Alex Theater. And two shows on Friday, 7.30 and 9.00 Theater. There are so many other shows happening within the festival. Those just happen to be ones that I'm hosting. Make sure you check all of that out at clevelandcomedyfestival.com. And I've also got a show coming up, uh, well, a few shows coming up, actually, in, in a couple of weeks there. December 14th, I will be out at Willoughby Brewing Company in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, doing uh, stand-up there, featuring. Actually, I'll be featuring there for the gentleman who is headlining the Iconic Laughs with Steve Guy show at the Alex Theater on December 15th. So we're doing a back-to-back. Uh, so if you miss one, definitely catch the other. His name is Steve Sabo, very funny guy from the western part of Ohio, so he'll be coming in. And uh, we'll be having a blast there with you, for you. The Iconic Laugh Show also features Cleveland comedian Spider Jones. So, all of that being said, so much going on, so much to get into. Uh, These are some things people have recently reached out to me. Some of them are friends of mine. They've asked me for advice. I thought, you know what, this would be great to talk to you guys about. Some of it are actually emails that were uh, submitted, or some of these things happen to overlap, and which is really what made me think, hey, let's talk about it. The first thing I want to tell you about uh, is just a hilarious story that I've recently been told, and yes, this does exist, and I felt like, you know what, we should cover it. <laughs> there, believe it or not, uh, I know as guys, uh, there are plenty of Tinder profiles from women that you know are fake. Maybe what you didn't know is that, yes, the woman that you have been dating may be one of those profiles, and she's trying to catfish you. (laughs) This recently happened. A friend of mine was telling me about uh, her her girlfriend who did this, and uh, her girlfriend did it to the guy that she was dating. So they naturally matched because she knew all the things that he was going to be going for. And that led to an awkward conversation between the two. The kicker here that I don't understand is apparently they're still dating. Uh, God, I hope they don't listen to this podcast because I don't understand. Folks, if you feel like you need to catfish the person that you're dating and then you successfully do it, you know, maybe it's time to say goodbye to that relationship because what good can come from there? You busted them. 
There's no way out of it. On top of that, this guy apparently also matched with another friend of hers. Now, here's the biggest problem. Guys, if you are on Tinder and maybe you're just in the beginning of a relationship, so you're not really much of anything, you've gone out multiple times. But at the very least, you are Facebook friends with an acquaintance of the person that you're dating. It shows you all this on Tinder, on Bumble. If you have gone out with somebody more than a handful of times, when you are on those accounts or any dating accounts that shows you mutual friends that you may have with someone, do not swipe right on that person. What is wrong with you? Are you out of your mind? Obviously, if you swipe right, I mean, people all the time, whether you're a man, you're a woman, and this can go either way, by the way. Most of the time, we all have this natural idea because we want to feel safe and secure. We may go to that mutual person and be like, hey, how do you uh, know such and such? People are very open with the dating apps these days. They have no shame. And as you shouldn't, I don't think there's a problem with it, but people have no shame in going to that mutual person and saying, uh, hey, how do you know this person? I matched with them. Are they okay? Now imagine somebody does that and he do it to the person that you're currently dating. What the hell is wrong with you? Ah. Uh people. What do we do with you? So that's one fun thing I just had to get out there off my chest. If you are on those things, don't don't swipe when you have a mutual friend. That's just stupid. And common courtesy, I would think, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Also, if you feel like you need to catfish the person that you're dating, you've already lost in that relationship. I mean, can it succeed after a conversation about it? Yeah, sure. I imagine it could, but that's like, hey, I caught you before you decided to cheat on me, so I'm going to call you out on it. I mean, no, they didn't cheat, but I mean, the intent was there, right? I, Look, I don't know, maybe they didn't have the conversation, maybe they are both seeing other people, and that's fine too. Maybe it instigates that conversation. I don't know. But that's a really awkward way, that's a more awkward way to go about it, I would think. Oh, boy. Another thing I want to roll into and talk to you guys about um, is that sometimes I think people forget and this was I was talking to a friend recently who was out and about and um, well he was talking about how he's not necessarily a fan of the girl he's dating and her friends and whatnot here's the thing sometimes being a wingman applies to being a wingman for yourself and in doing so you have to wingman that girl's friends or the guy you're dating's friends, whatever the situation may be. You've got to do that. If you really like that person, you know, those people are probably going to be around because there's some sort of communication that the person you're dating and their friend have that you don't, and that's fine. You know, there's some sort of void there that they fulfill, and they've known that person for however long they're going to be there. So you just kind of, you have to deal with it. It's going to go much further if you can sit there and help those friends. And now, I know it sounds like I'm saying you need to set those friends up on dates. Yes, that is huge. 
Always great if you can invite one of your friends along and have them meet or an acquaintance or have introduce them to somebody at the bar that they will then hit it off with, whatever the case may be. Yes, that's fantastic. However, what I'm also speaking to is, you know, say you go out and uh, you're out with the, this girl you're dating or this guy you're dating and they're friends and somebody drinks too much or they're into trouble. You can't just leave that person. As obnoxious as it maybe could be, uh, you can't. You, you absolutely cannot do that. And look, and sometimes those two people, the friends, they may get into a fight. No way can you just walk away and leave somebody by themselves. That's horrible. The friend the next day, you know, or the person you're dating, the next day, say you wake up together and they're wondering, oh, what happened last night? Well, you got into it with your friends, such and such. Oh, no. Well, she came back with us, right? Uh, no, no, she didn't. And then, then it becomes, oh, my God. Well, what happened to her? Uh, you know, don't really know. You want to leave. So, you know, we left. So you just left my friend by herself? Uh, yep. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I did. So, uh, you want to get, uh, you want to get breakfast? No, that's a terrible situation, you guys. <laughs> no matter, like, that's what you're going to run into. So, no matter how obnoxious that person may be, and let's, if we're being honest with ourselves, I think most of you, when you're in that situation, find that person more obnoxious because the attention's not totally on you. It's not just a, like, you almost feel like the third wheel, whereas that person's supposed to feel like the third wheel. And that's not always the case. And it shouldn't be that way. I really think that you should try to be all-encompassing. That's just my personal opinion. Everybody has more of a fun time than that friend loves you, tells the person that you're dating how great you are. You know, you're selling yourself by being a good person. Now, same thing. If that person's in trouble or they've had too much to drink and those two fight, you've got to do it. You have to be the person who says, no, 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 no. You're still coming with us. You've got to make every single effort that you can to make sure that that friend is okay. If you don't and something terrible happens, that doesn't just look bad on the person you're dating. You know, that looks terrible on you the next day because you were the one person who was in control, standing from the outside, unbiased, you know? You have the opportunity right there to make yourself look so good, not only to this friend who in turn the next day as things are being recapped, whoa, what, how, how did this happen? What happened here? Oh, thank you so much for taking care of me. Wow, that's amazing. You're really nice. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever the case may be, you kind of look like, I don't want to say hero. That's a really strong term. But you come out looking great. You know, you come out looking really good to this friend. And that, again, is going to go a long way to the person that you're dating. And you look great to the person that you're dating. Seth is going to thank you. Oh, man, thanks for looking out for my friend last night. That's that's really great. You know, it's a rough spot. Blah, blah, you were right. That's the right call. Probably one of the few times you're going to hear the person that you're dating tell you that you're right if that goes long term. Just an FYI. Doing this stuff, it's not hard. It's being a decent person. And that's all you got to do. Being a decent person. I mean, I, t I know I end every episode telling you guys that. But that goes a long way. That's what you want. That's, that's you selling yourself without really having to try. You know, for how difficult it is sometimes to plan the perfect date or plan the perfect evening. And how are we going to do this? And I need to get the perfect present. 
You want to do all these things to make yourself look good. The best thing you can do, the easiest thing that you can do is just be a decent person. Be cordial when you're out with the friends or the person that you're dating and look after people. Just make sure everybody gets home okay. So that last one actually was uh, kind of a mix of a friend and somebody had uh, recently emailed me. Again, if you've got questions, you need advice, uh, email thewingcast at gmail.com. Uh, you're always welcome to, of course, uh, to throw something at uh, Twitter at me, uh, at the wingman guy on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, but that, you know, there was somebody who did email wondering, you know, how do I handle my girlfriend's friends? I don't really know how to deal with it. I can't stand when they go out together, but I really like this girl. And so hopefully that answers uh, that for you as well. Um, another one I want to get into is a mix of an email. That's why I brought that up again, thewingcast at gmail.com if you want advice. Uh, but also some people I've been talking to recently, uh, a friend of mine, uh, she lives out on the West Coast and in uh, we were texting back and forth recently, and she was talking about a guy that she was kind of excited about. Um, the question becomes, so here's the situation that was laid out, and, and this is kind of happened in, in both uh, pretenses, not exactly the same way. But basically, they were dating someone, in the context of this girl, let's say one. She's dating a guy. They've only gone out four, maybe five times, it sounds like over the course of three to four weeks. That's once a week with obviously twice a week in there somewhere. Now, that's really not that much in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I still, for me, I feel like the first month is still kind of the, the getting to know you period. And um, this guy said to her, hey, I'm deleting all of my dating apps I only want to focus on you, and you're the person that I'm dating now. Now, I, the question is, how do you respond to that? Do you think that's too much? Basically, what was my take on it? Now, while I understand the sentiment in saying that, that, uh, you know, hey, uh, I only want to focus on you, Guys, you may think that that is a good thing to tell a woman because you, it may, to you, come off endearing. Like, hey, I'm really into you. I'm all about you right now. And in your mind, she now knows because especially there have been guys who will delete the apps in front of their uh, girlfriends or women they've been dating. Uh, you also have to understand that puts a lot of pressure on somebody and I think that that three to four week time frame, and really not even that, but only having hung out with somebody a handful of times, because I am definitely of that that uh, group of people who I think, look, maybe you hung out four times, and that was within a one week period, and you literally spent like 24 hours together, and it was all conversation. That's a lot of getting to know you. I understand how that could be different. So it, it, I think to me, it's a matter of, hours and time frame, how much time you spent talking to each other, more so than the time frame that you've known that person, so to speak, you know, from the time you had the first date, if you really only communicated those times that you've been out. But that's just, 
That's a lot of pressure. I know it comes off endearing, but you can certainly scare a lot of people away because maybe they're not on the same page as you. And yeah, you want to open that conversation up at some point. But I think a good rule of thumb is that that one month period is still kind of a getting to know you period. I don't think that uh, people should... I think it's great to have this idea that you like someone. Now, granted, you're always going to have the people who will say, oh, it's love at first sight. I knew right away. Well, maybe you did, but maybe the other didn't. And even if you both knew, there's nothing wrong with waiting to share that thought. You know, there's nothing... There's just so much to get to know about people. You haven't understood each other's idiosyncrasies yet. So there are so many random things to throw in there. While, yes, you enjoy your time spent with them, there's still a lot to learn. And again, it just just comes back to the pressure. That person may not be ready yet. They may have thought that they were. They may have been focused on you. But now talking about it and saying that puts immense amount of pressure on that person. I just think that you could scare somebody away by doing that. Quite frankly, I did that at one point. Uh, I was definitely excited about somebody that I had been seeing. And I was like, you know what? The first time forever, I'm getting rid of this thing. I think this is cool. And um, she even said to me, she's like, wow, that's that's a lot of pressure. And I thought it was in jest, but then you look back and you're like, no, that's a lot of pressure. It really is a lot of pressure. And it shouldn't be because the, and the thing is, you could have done all of those things. I could have deleted the apps. This guy could have deleted his apps and not said a single word to the girl that you're seeing. You can do all of that stuff. And I think that that's a bigger deal, you doing it and just naturally letting something happen. Because now the pressure is on the girl to really make this work. So it's almost like you are unintentionally saying, well, I'm ready to put forth 110% effort into this relationship. And she takes a step back like, whoa, relationship? I thought we were kind of just going out on some dates. And while I'm okay just going on dates with you, uh, wow, you know, that's, hey, just pump the brakes a little bit, okay? Give people some space, give people some time. Uh, I think we've just, and maybe it's because of dating apps. Maybe because of dating apps we and social media, we are stuck in this time where people go from, well, I swiped right on you, we've gone out a few times, sounds great, I'm deleting this app. The next step is I want to change my relationship, my relationship status on Facebook, and here we are. This is what we are. You know, let the world know. You know, whereas there used to be a natural progression to things. And perhaps this has to do with media. I know this is a totally random thing. Media and where the world is, you know, everything's quick. Boom, boom, boom. I got to have my knowledge and information right now. I need the answers to these questions right now. Why did it take so long for this to happen? What was the score? Okay, great. That's the score of the game. Now I need the write-up of that game right after the fact. And if you ever notice... This is going to be a really random parallel metaphor, but if you ever really truly pay attention to the articles that you read that are the first out uh, of anything, there are so many editorial errors in there, grammatically, typos, whatever the case may be. And if you go back a decade even previously where it was mostly just physical media, stuff had to be double-checked, went through an editor, and then all of that gets out. As opposed to now, it's like, okay, you're at the event, you typed out your story, great, hit send. Nobody's double-checked stuff. 
that's kind of the same with where we are in people dating at this point. Everybody wants to quickly jump to this progression, change all the statuses. I want to take selfies with you. You need to be my MCM. You need to be my WCW. All of those different titles and whatever the case may be that we've lost sight of the natural progression where it's finding that comfort within each other, ironing out those those errors and learning more of the, you know, more of the facts, the idiosyncrasies like I was talking about about one another. And then naturally you're where you are, where you should be. And I, I just think that that's somewhat lost on a generation of people. Just find the groove, go within it. You will get to where you are. Quite frankly, if you're dating somebody for a year, year and a half, and you've never had the conversation about that kind of stuff, I think that's fair to assume that you are what you are. If you've been dating for somebody even less, it's fair to assume that things are where they are. You know, eventually somebody's going to take you home to meet their parents. Again, this is all a natural progression. And people are, they're going to have that conversation with you when they're ready to have it. And it's going, you're going to know based upon that, that this is where you are in this relationship. You know, if Look, you should be able to get engaged to somebody and never have touched Facebook, quite frankly. I, I think that that would be fair because if your time is truly spent on them, your focus is truly spent on that person and not letting the rest of the world know what's happening, then why should it matter? You know, you're going to know where you are. Does it matter what everybody else knows and sees about what's going on with you or does it matter to you? And again, natural progression the pictures are going to start. You're going to start doing more and more together. And I know some of you out there are very eager sometimes and you're like, I just want to show off how happy I am. This person makes me happy. Again, natural progression. Those pictures are going to come out. You're going to start doing, as I said, more and more things together. And naturally, you're just going to be posting pictures with them or they're going to be posting pictures with you. Let it get to that level. I don't think that well, I think talking and openly communicating is good. And again, this is one of the podcasts. It it's good to a level. There are some things where too much conversation can hurt it. And this is one of those cases. Three weeks in, you know, telling somebody, hey, I'm only focused on you. I want you to only be focused on me. That's a lot of pressure. And I, don't, I just don't think that there's anything wrong with letting things progress in a natural state. Now, related to this, I had somebody send me a story about a a friend overstepping their wingman bounds. Guy hadn't dated anybody in a while, and uh, apparently his friend met the girl he'd been seeing, uh, and the friend was happy and excited that his buddy is finally dating somebody after X amount of time, whatever the case may be. And here is where the mistake went. Uh, where it happened, where things went awry. The wingman friend, he's obviously supposed to be there, make his buddy look good, to show that, hey, his friends are good people. That's always important. You always want your friends to be good people when you're introducing them to someone that you're dating. You want that person to be comfortable with your friends, whether guy, girl, whatever the case may be. However, uh, the dynamics play out. You want the person you're dating to enjoy the company of your friends as if they were their friends and you just want them to have a great time. Again, going back to, you know, one of the, the, the previous things that we've mentioned here in this episode, uh, you know, just being comfortable around other people's friends. 
That being said, this friend, this wingman, sat there and told the girl that she needs to have a conversation with him because he basically laid out all the conversations that he had had with the guy previous in the day when this guy was like, hey, I want you to meet this girl I've been seeing, you know, basically, uh, let me know what you think kind of deal, you know, I like all this, I like her, whatever the case may be. So, essentially, the friend is telling this girl everything that they've talked about and is saying, I don't know why that you guys just, you just need to have this conversation with him, you need to sit him down, you need to be this, this, and then, because the friend thought, felt like, hey, it's about time he really gets serious about somebody. Uh, It's really great to have that sentiment over your friends, but you should never overstep because likely, and it sounds like this is what happened, now you've created that awkward conversation that I just talked about where the, you know, rather than a guy going to a girl and saying, hey, um, you know what, I'm ready to start dating just you, you are now planting in her head that she needs to have that conversation with him and the, the focus is just gone. Now you've created this awkward thing almost a little bit of a resentment and like oh yeah well why aren't we like that us what i want to be too he's clearly telling his friends one you just created so much confusion i think for this couple and man can things go south quick essentially how these thing two things tie in together and why i save them for the end is the question that comes up and that's what came up in this uh scenario here which has led me to want to put this whole episode together for you guys. There's often the question, whether asked by a man or woman, where is this going? Do you see it going anywhere? And that's essentially what this wingman who overstepped his bounds did. He stirred the pot and made that conversation happen. And I think we can all agree that's an awkward conversation. And I can tell you why. Because that is the stupidest conversation, the stupidest question that could be asked in terms of early dating and relationship. Because essentially what you're saying is, you know, where is this going? Do you see this going anywhere? You're basically asking, do you see us getting married or do you see us breaking up? And so people will argue, no, they just want to know that you're serious. Okay, well, what is the goal of every serious relationship? It's certainly not to just be serious the entire time. Granted, there are some people where you may agree that neither one of you ever actually want to go through with the marriage idea, but you definitely want to stay together the entire time. Fine, I get that, but that's still at the same level. So it's either, do you see us being together forever, or do you see us breaking up? Because... Those are logically the only two answers to that question. And that's unfair. That's a really unfair question to ask somebody because quite frankly, think about it yourself. You, the person who's asking it, do you only see one of those two things happening? And if you're so nervous to ask that question, then is it because you already see that it's, you don't see it going anywhere? You know, again, instead of, allowing for a natural progression. Look, and sometimes that natural progression is going to lead to, hey, this doesn't work. But you've got to get to that point. 
You know, people, there are certain situations where, yes, you know right away this isn't going to work. And I think that typically when that occurs, you don't ever get to the point where somebody is going to ask, where is this going? If you're asking, where is this going? Do you see it going anywhere? Odds are it's going pretty well. Now, can you have the conversation, hey, are we both still seeing other people or are we only seeing each other? Totally, totally okay to have. Again, I think get past that one month getting to know you period. And again, for some couples, that may be a little bit longer, depending upon what's going on in each other's lives. Maybe you're communicating openly, you're talking on the phone, you're texting, but you don't get to spend a lot of time together. So again, there's the idiosyncrasies that you've gotten to know about each other and, and work out. I always say, uh, for some of you who want to jump the gun telling somebody that you love them, if you have never taken a shit in front of the person that you're dating, you have no right telling them that you love them. Uh, of course, while I say in front of, I mean in their presence, you know, still close the bathroom door, be courteous. But if you're not doing that in the same home, under the same roof as somebody, if you're not comfortable going to visit that person and shitting at their place or having them shit at your place or you're shitting at your place and they're over. Whatever the case may be, point is, if you can't shit with them around, don't tell them you love them. And just don't ever, I think we need to do away with these, these questions of where is this going? Do you see it going anywhere? Because if you're a guy or you're a girl and you're asking somebody that question, do you really want the answer? Oh, well, um, I see this being, you know, like a six to eight month relationship. Are you on board with that? Like, we'll get through the holidays and everything, and then probably uh, we'll hit summer. So, you know, cuffing season's over, and uh, let's, uh, you know, let bygones be bygones, and we're done there. You know, I just want somebody for Valentine's Day. Are those the answers that you want? Ah, well, I see this being about a uh, uh, two to three year relationship. I think it'll go well for a while. We'll get to meet each other's families. We'll get a little bit of attached. But, you know, ultimately, I just don't think that we're going to end up together forever. No. Who? I mean, also, who's going to know that? Who's going to have that amazing estimation? There are, again, literally only two logical answers to that question. Hey, uh, I see us being together forever. Or, hey, uh, this isn't working out anymore. So we're done. Sometimes you asking that question could lead to doubt that that person didn't otherwise have, and now it is over. It's a dangerous, dumb question. Don't have that talk, people. Have specific talks. Don't have general ones. Again, don't get too specific, like, hey, I deleted everything. It's all about you now. But have, you know, specific but general. I think the best way I could put things is that life is not black and white with shades of gray. Life is gray with shades of black and white. Okay? So, when you ask this, where is this going, you're trying to force a black and white answer. And that just doesn't exist. Your answer should be, I think it's going great, or I think it's not. You know, um, hey, we're not seeing other people. And those are conversations where those are the questions that can be asked. Do you want to see other people or are we just still seeing each other? No, no, let's just see each other. This is it. This is us. Let's, let's do this. Let's see where, let's see where this can go. That's an okay way to put it. But the question, where is this going? Do you see it going anywhere? Absolutely. 
Ridiculous. Just stupid. Because there's no way anybody could tell. I mean, months down the road, you know, it, it, again, if you have to ask that question six, eight months down the road, then you have doubts, quite frankly, and you don't see it going anywhere. None of that natural progression stuff has occurred. And, and I think that's fair, but that shouldn't be the question you're asking. The questions you should just be asking is, are you into me as much as I'm into you? Or ask yourself, are you really into that person? Because you're part of that natural progression. You can find ways to you know, sort of force that natural progression. But never, if you're a man or a woman, ask, where is this going? Do you see it going anywhere? Just dumb. Because again, only two logical answers. And granted, when that question is asked, you may feel, and I think that this is ironic, you may feel when that question is asked to you, man, I have a lot of feelings for this person. I think I'm going to end up with this person. And maybe that's what you want to say. But I guarantee if you flat out say that after a few months, then you go back to that guy who posed the question or the statements after a few weeks that he only wanted to focus on her. That's a lot of pressure. So now the person who's asked you, where is this going, immediately finds out that you think it's leading to an altar somewhere down the road where you're going to get married. I bet that person freaks out a little bit. So this, there's no good that can come from asking that or those questions. Again, just try to be as specific and general uh, as possible. Don't be too general. Don't be too specific. Uh, there, are, there are things you want to know, and you absolutely should ask them. I think you should be specific in your questions. shouldn't always be so specific in your statements. That doesn't mean don't be specific in your answers. I mean, don't be specific in your statements like the guy who said, hey, I got rid of every single dating app. Uh, you're the only person I want to date right now. I know it's only been three weeks. That's a lot of pressure. Specific in your answers, somebody says, are we only dating each other? And that should be a yes or no thing. Uh, hopefully you guys got a lot out of this episode. Uh, covered a lot of grounds here and, uh, you know, had some fun with it. Uh, again, if you've got questions, you need dating advice, uh, maybe you've got a great wingman story or a terrible wingman story, email those to me, thewingcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter or Instagram, at thewingmanguy on both of those. Uh, follow on Facebook, Memoirs of a Wingman. Go out and get the book, Memoirs of a Wingman. Some of this stuff is, is covered with there and there, to be honest. Uh, I've got some shows coming up in the future. I've got somebody that's going to talk to you guys. I know I should have maybe thrown this one out Thanksgiving weekend. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about fitness and, and health in general to help you and how that can uh, help relationships. All that stuff's going to begin within there. Uh, and I'll have some guests back coming in. We'll see what we can do. So once again, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Check out everything I'm doing with Stand Up. I'll put all of that through the uh, Wingman social media as well. And um, yeah, otherwise... Get tickets, alextheatercleveland.com. Also this week, click, check out the Cleveland Comedy Festival at clevelandcomedyfestival.com. And other than that, you guys just, uh, you know, have a good weekend. Be a solid human. Thanks, everybody.
just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. 